Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Craig Robinson, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Take your panties off. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 1108, 8 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. little adjustment in the uh, the songs there. So, for the yeah, last... Charlie asked me why. For the last <laughs> month or so, we've been playing the, uh, the cut from Glory at right. 11. Mm-hmm. And, and we're still going to play that. We're just going to move that to 1130. Because um, I heard from a lot of folks on uh, via email and Twitter, social media, et cetera, that they wanted to hear the show, the l- original show open twice per show. Uh, and I talked to an executive producer, Floyd Hillman, about it, and mm-hmm. associate producer, Jared Yamamoto. Right, right. And, you uh, know, I told you that the first time <laughs> you played it. And they both that agreed. it was a bad idea, and that you should stick with the regular show open and put that as bumper music in the thing, and you poo-pooed me. Because you're not executive producer. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> I still have good ideas. I don't need to be a producer or anything. You're right, good you're ideas. right. So... Uh, but people like the yeah, the, I didn't say to get the glory song, so we're going to move the glory song to eleven thirty-five now. So we'll yeah. just we'll keep things, you know. Listen, nothing set in stone here. Yeah, it could change. So you could change your mind tomorrow. It could be we all it know could be that. me, Buford, and Dowd tomorrow. You know, <laughs> like there, there's nothing set in stone here. Everything is is a. I like how he's still here, but is a fluid. We're, we've gone. Yeah. Somewhere else. Oh, listen, it could be uh, Von Hessler with Buford and Dowden. That would be Whoa, you. Wouldn't that be a terrible <laughs> <Yeah. one? laughs> I mean, you never know. Nothing is set in stone. Yeah, nothing. My contract's up in May. We don't know what the hell is going to happen. Uh-oh. All right. Do um, you want to do Tailgater? Sure, why not? All right, let's do Tailgater. <laughs> <laughs> and now, it's time for Blessed or Not Blessed with the Lonely Tailgater. He is the world's foremost expert of what is blessed and what is not blessed. He joins us every Wednesday in the program. He is the Lonely Tailgater, the Daniel Murphy of talk show guests. Can you imagine the postseason this dude's having, Tailgater? Out of his mind, man. Very blessed, right? Very blessed. Yeah. I'm a little stunned, man. The Cubs own the Mets in the regular season, then it flips right back around, man. 7-0. 7-0. Yeah, maybe they are cursed. Maybe they are cursed. Well, th- what's funny is the goat that the uh, apparent the goat uh, cursed. The goat's name was Murphy. There you go. Did you know that? I didn't know that. 
well. So what's the story on the goat? I don't really know the goat. Story. So like but the uh, the last time the Cubs won World Series was like 1908, right? Okay. And some guy, a Cubs fan, owned a goat and wanted to bring it to the Wrigley Field, and they wouldn't let him in. Okay. So the guy's like, I curse you and the organization, you'll never win again. Mm. And the goat's name was Murphy. And now Daniel Murphy has hit a home run in six straight postseason games. He's Mm-mm-mm. on fire. So there you go. That's the goat curse. Whatever. Um, all right. Today is uh, Back to the Future Day. I'm sure you've been inundated with it on social media tailgater, right? Uh, you know what? I've been watching the, uh, the the Star Wars trailer nonstop, so I haven't done anything. How else. many times have you seen it? Honestly, you want to be honest, about 20. I've watched it about 20 times. That's about that's about average. That's about normal. That's, yeah. that's not abnormal. Yeah. All right. Um, Leah Thompson, blessed or not blessed? Oh, Leah Thompson. I'm sure it was a body double in all the right moves when she hooks up with uh, Tom Cruise. Justin Georgievich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you oh, think that was a body double? I think it may have been a body double. All right, let's I see. Think. All the right moves was 83. She was born in 61, so she was 22. So it was legal for her to be in those scenes. Yeah, it was legal. But, oh, yeah, Leah Thompson, infinitely blessed. I love when yeah. Tailgater's voice goes high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my. I ever tell you my Leah Thompson story? Wow. I can't wait to hear this. All right, so I moved to Atlanta in uh, August of 96. In uh, September of 96, I'm out in Buckhead, and I meet this girl, Leah Thompson's freaking twin. Like, her twin. And I'm like, this is the greatest night of my life. I start talking to this girl. We're, you know, things are going well. I, unfortunately, was still a novice drinker back in uh, 1996. And I had a little too much to drink. And my buddy Scratchy... Uh, was the designated driver <laughs> that night, and he had a 1965 Merc, a Mercury. Um, and he was driving us home from the bar, and it was me in the back seat with uh, Leah Thompson, her twin, and um, I I pulled a Buford and kind of spewed chunks all over the back seat <laughs> nice. uh, on Leah Thompson oh, and, on, oh. and on Scratchy's 65 Merc. Oh. And that was the last time I ever saw Leah Thompson again. Or Scratchy. No, yeah, well, Scratchy moved to New York like, <laughs> yeah, like four months later. He's like, all right, I'm out of here. This is this is. The crazy. rule of thumb is never yak on a chick until her bra is off. <laughs> At least wait for it. <laughs> oh At least wait for it. That? <laughs> and that's when it's safe to do it? <laughs> yeah, that's when, you know, at, at that point, you're not going to be any good during the actual act. I mean, if you're going to yak. So at least get to that point, you know, you've seen... Glory, and then just let it go. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's do blessed or not blessed with uh, Leah Thompson movies. Um, all the right moves. Oh, blessed! That's one of the most underrated movies of the eighties. It's on my DVR Excellent. right now. It's the coach. Oh man! Crazy oh, by Dolphin? the way, I saw a movie uh, Monday. Chuck, you got to watch this. What's that? I Maybe mean, you've seen it already. It's called Whiplash. Have you Who's seen it? it? Uh, Vern Schillinger from Oz. No, 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 no. Oh, he won an Oscar for that. He won an Oscar yeah, for it. Is that the movie? So I'm. It's Monday morning. I get off work and I'm home and I'm. I'm I Comca- uh, Comcast uh, X1 Infinity whatever. Yeah. And I it shows all the movies that are on right now. And there's this thing that says Whiplash and it got like a 90 plus rating on on whatever the rating system is. I was like, oh, well, why not? It's just starting. I'll put it on. 
amazing, amazing movie. It's okay. about um, the guy Schillinger from Oz, uh, yeah. the bald guy. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's in all those auto commercials. Yeah, exactly. You only know guys through their HBO show characters. That's exactly. That's it's left. totally how I know him. He's Vern Schillinger, and he does the farmers. We are yeah. farmers. Anyway, he is a jazz teacher. Yeah. Um, at this, uh, like, it's worth it because I saw it and I was like, eh, I don't dude, know it, is it worth it? Amazing. Okay. All right. Amazing. Have you seen that tailgater? Oh yes, great flick. Infinitely blessed. All right, let's go back to Leah Thompson. Sorry about that. Red Dawn, blessed or not blessed. Red Dawn has all the ingredients that of a movie that I should love. Howard Booth, you know, I always mark out to him. Swayze. You throw in C. Thomas Howell and Leah Thompson. For some reason, that movie didn't work for me. Not I don't blessed. know why. You're going not blessed not on blessed. Red Dawn. She couldn't save it. She couldn't save it. Wow, all right. I mean, Powers Booth, dude. <laughs> what the hell? Hey, hey, man. Uh, you're telling me. I just, I read Dawn. I just, he's your connect. deity. Did it for All right. Uh, Space Camp, blessed or not blessed? <sighs> wow, man. You're, you're digging in the 80s here. <laughs> <sighs> As I remember, even at the time, it's, it's a kiddie movie, a little hokey. <sighs> Naked Leah Thompson would have saved it, but there's no possibility in that movie because it's for kids. Dude, Kelly so Preston. Kelly Preston in that movie, stunningly beautiful. She alone made you know, that movie blessed. Wow. A young Joaquin Phoenix. Happened, yeah, I wonder what would have happened to her if she hadn't gotten up with uh, Travolta. A young Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Nothing? No, it's a good cast. I'm just a little kind of hokey. All right. Uh, so you're saying not blessed on Space Camp. Wow. Um, Howard the Duck, blessed or not blessed? <laughs> That's one of those movies that people say is <laughs> Longoria so like that good. one. I like Howard the Duck. That was a cool show. <laughs> There was aspects of Howard the Duck I liked. You know, I'm surprised they made the movie. If you're going to pick anything out of the whole entire Marvel canon, you're going to pick Howard the Duck. That's pretty amazing. I'm going to go with Barely Blessed. Barely, <laughs> barely, barely Blessed? blessed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take Barely Howard Blessed. I can't believe you gave Howard the Duck Barely Blessed, but Space Camp Not Blessed. Space, Camp's, uh, Space uh, Camp didn't do it for me, neither did Red Dawn, man. All right. Uh, casual Sex, April 1988, Leah Thompson, Victoria Jackson, and um, Andrew Dice Clay. Blessed or Not Blessed. Wow, Victoria, that's right. I remember the okay. I remember the poster for that. They're kind of disheveled. Yes. <laughs> wow, man, I haven't seen that movie in 20-plus years. You know, it, I don't, if I don't remember a single quote or anything from the movie... If it didn't stick with me on any level, I'm going to go not blessed. All right. That basically ended her career. It was just career. there and gone. She's been in some other stuff, but as far as I'm concerned, that was when uh, Leah Thompson's career ended in 1988. Here's the question. Yeah. You're Marty McFly. Yeah. You go back in time. Yep. You're confronted with Leah Thompson, your mother. Do you take the plunge? No. What are you, crazy? Why not? What? Why not? <laughs> oh, you yeah, are. A lot of reasons. You did go to Auburn. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? What kind of question is that, Tailgater? Leah Thompson was that hot. Now, if it was Leah Thompson, all the right moves hot, I might have to change the whole time continuum, man. What are you talking about, Tailgater? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you, you, just, lady. you just endorsed incest. On the Mark Aram show, you said you would have gone for it. Well, you know, it's technically it's it's only incest if both parties know it's incest. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus. you are so not blessed. Here's oh, the that's funny. 
and we're going to talk to back. To, we're going to talk about Back to the Future in just a second. But here's my biggest, and I posted this on on Facebook and Twitter today. Here's my biggest problem with the Back to the Future trilogy. Mm-hmm. So Back to the Future one, we all knows what hap- We all know what happens. Um, Marty McFly hooks it up so his parents get to uh, get together at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. George McFly and mm-hmm. the mom. Don't you think George McFly in the future was scratching his head when slowly but slowly his son started looking a lot like the guy that his wife dated briefly in high school? Don't, why, how did that not come up in the McFly household where George says to uh, his wife, hey, what the hell's going on here? This, this kid looks like that guy you dated in high school before me. Like, that would have ended the marriage right there. She can't explain that away. What is she going to say? To add another layer to that, because your son looks a lot like that guy, then you might think that that guy was somehow the father of your son. Exactly. Of course you think that. Yeah. Right? Like, Moti, let's say you and Hot Neighbor have a kid, and, you know, around age seven, starts looking like Alewine. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd know before age seven. Don't you have a conversation with your wife? You'd be like, yeah, dude, why does our son look like Alewine? Like, you have that conversation, right? Absolutely. George McFly, at this point, is a published author. Not a a dumb guy. Uh, He turned his life around after the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. And his kid is looking like that that guy that his wife dated (laughs) in high school for a couple of days. Like... That's a conversation that had to have gone on in the McFly household. I hope so. That should be Back to the Future 4. Back to the Future 4, when George realizes that his wife was cheating on him. All right, Tailgater. Oh, he's on Twitter. you got to follow him, at Lonely Tailgater, because I can't retweet what he tweets most of the time. Uh, Have a blessed night, my friend. Captain Herb forever. You got it. Uh, We're going to come back. We're going to talk, we have to talk about Back to the Future. It's Back to the Future Day, whatever. 404 872 1-800-WSB Talk. This is The Mark Aram Show. Sue Yabadoo, hippity hoo, crack a bruise, a trick or treat. Throw my feet, jump my drippity, drop the head. Mark Aram. I think we really got something in. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about muffin. 1126, Mark Aaron with you till midnight. David joins us in Tucka. David, how are you, brother? I'm doing great. Uh, i tell you a couple of points here. And remember the, the the romantic lead uh, early on in Back to the Future that uh, he's zipping around with? You know what she did as a career? Who you, Wait, who are you talking about? I'm talking about his original girlfriend. Oh, oh okay. No, what does she do for a career? She became one of the recurring fat actresses. Claudia Wells? She, she went, uh, I think that's, um, that sounds about right. Uh, but yeah, um, that doesn't sound quite right with the name. Jennifer Parker was the character's name. Right, right. And she added a lot of weight uh, later on, and she's already passed away quite some time ago. No, um, I'm thinking, of, we're thinking of someone else then. Because this, yeah, yeah. the one that played Jennifer Parker in the original. Now, maybe uh, in uh, part two, there was a different chick. Mm. But yeah, well, anyway, uh, <laughs> on to the other thing. Uh, okay. I thought some kind of wonderful was a great role for, uh, for um, you know, who. And she also spawned a hit song by her character's name, Amanda Jones. 
it's a great against type show because you've got uh, Dave, Dave, hold that thought. We we got to run for news, weather, and traffic. All right, when we come back, George McFly kissed his wife first at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. I want to know the first time you kissed your spouse. I want think about it, Longoria. The first time you kissed your spouse. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show. We are, yeah, I said it, we are. This is Rock Nation. Pledge your allegiance. Get your boutiques on. All black, everything. Black. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. This is Smiling Mark McKay from the WSB Skycopter. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show, most likely because your cable is out. Welcome back to the show, 1135, 25 in front of midnight. It's the Mark Aram Show with you, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Reunited and it feels so good. Low T. Chuck back from his uh, feral hog hunt in Venus, Florida. The last place you want to be. Venice, I don't know. It's something like that. It's Venus. V-E-N-U-S, yeah. yeah. Rhymes with Venus. <laughs> um, the Mets are one strike away from going to the World Series here. Uh, they lead the Cubs 8-3 to three, uh, in the bottom of the ninth. The Cubs have a man on second. The batter has got a 1-2 count. If they clinch, we're going to go live to the WSB CNN 24-hour news center for a breaking news development from Mets fan and uh, anchor John Lewis. Um, I'm a Yankees fan, and I don't particularly like the Mets, but uh, I've got a lot of friends, including the aforementioned Mr. Lewis, that are Mets fans, and they need something good in their lives. Let's Not be as honest. Not as Cub fans. Well, Cub, listen, Cubs fans are rich. You know, they, you know, they... That's like the nice part of Chicago. They all have nice jobs, and look, they're good-looking fans. Yeah, Wrigley Field's in a nice part of Chicago. Yeah. So you want the 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 good uh, breaking news sounder, not our breaking news sounder. Correct? No, I want the the Hector one. Oh, okay. okay. That's the official breaking That's, news sounder. Well, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I love how it's just randomly placed. But you know, I, th- I think of my friends, they're Mets fans, and their lives are like, bleh. No yeah, offense, that's John. True. I mean, <laughs> that Queens is is a crap hole, and you know, just no. Oh God, this is going. All right, keep keep me posted, John. Let me know if they win. Um, I want to talk about the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, where George McFly kissed his wife for the first time. Where did you kiss your spouse for the first time? Uh, I, I mean, I am assuming on the lips. <laughs> but <laughs> where were you? Oh, you, oh, are you, that are you one. Where, where were, were you? Okay. when you first kissed you gotta, your spouse, do you remember Longoria? Yeah, I do. Where was it? Uh, I was at a bar. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Little at a, PDA at a, at a bar on my twenty third birthday. And she was my present. Fourteen. <laughs> no, she was not fourteen. Oh. She's older than me. On your twenty third, is your first time you kissed? Mm-hmm. Did you? Were you confident going in for that first one? Uh, I was pretty drunk that night, so I didn't really care. <laughs> didn't care. Yeah, yeah. it was my bur- it was my birthday. I was wasted, and I could Had you, care, I were could you care dating less. at that point, or no. you just like a random hookup at this? No, point? I I knew her through a friend of mine, and so we all kind of. She was bartending that night. 
And so we kind of went to her bar first. You hooked up with a bartender? Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I've never done that. She was the bartender that night, and so we we, we all, all we all went out, and then when she got off her shift, we kind of went oh, out. Oh, so you didn't lean over the bar and start making out with her? No, all no, right. no. It was at a completely different bar. It, it, it happened to fall on uh, Fat Tuesday like that. <laughs> I won't say a word. So, <laughs> so you kissed your wife in a bar for the first time in Corpus? No, it was in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Yeah, all that's right. where I met her. Loti, uh, you're not married yet, but you're entrothed or mm-hmm. betrothed. Um, when is the first time you kissed Hot Neighbor? After our date, our first date, when we went and watched that long Gone with the Wind movie, where we, we're in where her, did in it happen? her uh, on the front steps of her apartment. Oh, like the little goodnight kiss. Yeah. Tongue. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tongue. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Chuck's I like, I spent four hours at the Fox Theater. And yeah, I was. I, yeah. Hundred twenty bucks on tickets. Uh huh. We were going French style on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, breaking news sounder. Wait. Where is Hector? Let's go live to the WSB CNN 24-Hour News Center. Mets fan John Lewis. It's about time. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. The Mets are the 2015 National League champions. I cannot believe it. And they were only 25-1 to to win the World Series at the beginning of the year. Yeah, because people had no faith, and that's No, but it should have been higher. It should have been like 50-1. to Well, you know, but uh, again, they have very good pitching, and pitching wins in the postseason. Just so you'll know, um, and you're right, Queens, I can live without. Yeah. I grew up a half mile from Shea Stadium. My first ever baseball game was in 1968. My dad took me to see the Mets against the Dodgers. And he left you there. Well, I remember <laughs> I, I'd only seen it on black and white TV. I'd never seen a stadium in color. You've so, never seen that crap orange in person. Well, the green and the grass and everything. <laughs> but I remember the usher who had the mitt with the towel. He's wiping down the seat and he goes, here you go, young man. And I remember him calling me young man. I was six years old. Yeah. But the other thing is, and this is a true baseball fan, my grandfather's last words were about the Mets. And what did he say? He had a heart attack. He was at the hospital in Connecticut. I had a house up in Newtown of all mm-hmm. places. My dad went to see him and they gave him a sedative to get my grandfather to go to sleep. And he rolled over and said to my dad, by the way, how'd the Mets do? This nice. was in September 4th, 1969. They won the pennant three weeks later. That's fantastic. My dad goes, I think they won. He smiled, and my grandfather went to sleep, and he died in his sleep overnight. And his last words were, how the Mets do? So, yeah, there's a long right. history here. Congrats to you and all the other Yahoo Mets fans out there for going to the World Series. I'm happy. I'm, I truly am happy for them. All right, uh, where did you first kiss your spouse? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Taylor's in Bethlehem. T-Bone Pickens, where did you first kiss hubby? It was at a, par- a 30th birthday party for a friend of mine. I was 19, and he was 27 at the time. Woo. I know. Whoa. Scandalous. That was, uh, yeah, that's legal, right? That's Yeah, of he, course it's legal. He can't go to jail for that. No. <laughs> she <laughs> right. was 18. Um, were you dating at the time, or how did, you know, how did it all go down? No, we weren't dating. We had been flirting ferociously for about six months beforehand, and just kind of happened, and I was on the verge of breaking up with my boyfriend of four years at that time so you what were ferocious flirting i don't know let's find out though i'd like to f- <laughs> i've never been flirted yeah with i don't think i've ferociously. ever been ferociously flirted with <laughs> i'm intrigued yeah that's that sounds pretty good um so you were dating a dude when you first kissed oh yeah i was, I was living with the dude too oh my His parents was was the dude at the party where you kissed no 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 he was a homebody he never went out anywhere with me and you were a, a hot 19 year old girl flirting ferociously Mm-hmm. And we'll, In fact, he told his buddies that he made out with a hot 19-year-old goth chick the next day. Wow. And they were all like, woo, that's awesome. <laughs> was it a themed party, like a Halloween or a Christmas? or? No, it was just a just a random party, and it was in uh, the end of July, back in 2004. 
All right, so let's figure out how old Taylor is. She was 19 in 2004. So you're 30? I am 30. Wow. Can you Do you still flirt ferociously with your husband? <laughs> yes, and I'm a, I'm a habitual flirter anyway, too. So there are varying degrees of flirting when it comes to me. Yeah, I'm with Chuck. I'm intrigued by the ferocious flirting. That's that's a... I'm glad to have had that Tell phrase. Tell neighbor to step up her game. Yeah, yeah. Add, <laughs> add it to my lexicon, ferocious flirting. All right, very cool. Cool story, T. Well, no problem. I'll, I'll explain it to you sometime off air. I would love to hear that. <laughs> maybe maybe at the listener lunch on Saturday. Is Taylor coming to listener lunch? I don't know. Hey. I assume so. It's this Saturday. Pizza yes. Trip? <laughs> <laughs> this Saturday, right? Yeah. Noon. Yes. You get Noon Buffy's you. email today. I did. All right, we're going to do lunch, pictures, and then the tour. tour. Sanjay's coming with his kid, so we can't make fun of Sanjay. Yeah, we can't make fun of Sanjay. Why right. can't we make fun of Sanjay? Well, make, oh. but in a sly way, so the you little kid doesn't know that yeah. we're making fun kid's of his like dad. The kid's like three. He's not going to I don't even think I he's three. Yeah. Even at three, the kid knows his dad's a little weird, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, especially we don't wanna... since they look eye to eye. That was mean. Uh, that all right, was. So the first time I kissed my wife was in my house, and I had screwed it up. Because the, the, I should have kissed my wife uh, two days prior. Uh, she came over to my house with her friend and my friend. You know, your friends can get my friends. We can be friends. <laughs> yeah, can be we friends. can do this every weekend. <laughs> yeah. And I'm walking my dog, and it was a moonlit romantic night, Aww. and I totally whiffed. I didn't even try. And, like, I remember even walking back in the door, like, going, what did I just... What happened? Why, Why didn't, did I get froze? Yeah, like no, I just I don't know. I was having such a good time that yeah, I didn't even think to. Think about it. I didn't even think like this would have been the perfect time for a first kiss. And I even mentioned that the next time she came over, I was like, I totally should have kissed you when we were taking that walk. She's like, I know. I was like, well, I'm gonna do it now. She's like, okay. So <laughs> that was awkward. Yeah, I'm gonna do Let it now. Let me telegraph this. <laughs> yeah, I even said I was like, ah, oh, I, I I screwed up. I should have kissed you the other night. We were walking the dog. She's like, yeah, I know. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, well, I'm gonna do it now. So I, <laughs> I'm a romantic kind of dude. Yeah, that's, that's very romantic. Yeah, yeah, that is the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would have been perfect. At mean, least his was drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yes. mine was drunk. Yeah. Right? Oh, she was wasted. <laughs> I was I was stone cold sober. She was uh she was absolutely wasted. Oh. I think we've talked about this. Who's who's the first girl you kissed? The first girl I kissed? Or dude, whatever. I mean, the first girl I kissed her, I think her name was Deandra. Deandra? Yeah. Is that her stage name? Or <laughs> that no, that name? was her real name. <laughs> what it was in junior high? To the stage, Deandra. Deandra. Yeah. What was the uh, junior high? Junior high. Yeah. What was the situation? By the portables. I don't know. We just by the, the portable. What'd you like say? The toilets? No, portables. The outside portable, like the portable classrooms. Porta Johns? No, the classrooms. I no. don't know what oh, a portable classroom is. Oh, you ever go drive by a school and there's like. They, they have trailers. trailers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we had like two or three out there <laughs> by the by, by the soccer fields. <laughs> I made out and, with my made out with this girl in the porta john. Yeah. It was fantastic. I think it was lunch or something. You know, we had a an extensive break before, yeah. between classes, and I don't know. We just went out there and made out. That was the Andrew. You know my real last name? I do not. Remember I'll find her on name. Facebook. I don't remember <laughs> her last name. I don't, <laughs> say, I don't remember, I don't remember really? anything. In middle about. school? That was yes. Really? She was the yes. Yeah. <laughs> She was well developed more than any of the Understood. other ones. That's the only reason why. All right, feral pig and <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Low tizzle, Montana. I mean, you probably. I would. Ima- I, I picture you going to school in like a one room schoolhouse with like. <laughs> I mean, it's ah. one big square stone building that was built 120 years ago. And so how many how many grades off. were in it? 
Uh, K through six. Oh, okay. So it wasn't K through twelve. No, like, huh? no, no, no. Little house on the prairie. Yeah, kind of no, no, no. It was, it How was did that work? By one the way, step up. Well, I don't know. The one room schoolhouse back in the day, like mm-hmm. you'd have five year olds in there with seventeen year olds. Like, the, how does the teacher teach? Like, all right, uh, you you do algebra, and I guess, you color you? in the lines. Like, that'd be tough for teachers. Teachers these days have it easy. You're yeah. you're teaching all the same age kids. Right. One room schoolhouse. You know, you you got like nine different lessons plans for these <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, that has to be hard. Yeah, God forbid you got more than about five or six kids in that classroom. That would be difficult. Absolutely. Like I never, right. thought, I never really thought about that. Like, <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna learn about the Civil War today. Um, you know, and how do you teach the Civil War to a five year old, a twelve year old, and a sixteen year old? Like you got to do different. Yeah, that's a tough gig. Teachers these days, you no, either had really easy. smart kindergartners or really dumb twelfth graders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. They're, learning, they're like... still learning to color. <laughs> or maybe back then, by the time you were twelve, you were done with school. And I you think you were out in the fields. Or anyway, yeah. yeah, you're out in the fields or you know out hunting. Or whatever. <laughs> no, I wasn't. In All right, so you weren't in a room. <laughs> Who was the first? Uh... Tara Birch. Tara Birch. That yeah. sounds kind of hot. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was sexy. She was, and she turned to be a, quite the sex kitten when she got really? older. Oh man, hold on. She got she she turned into a floozy. Uh, T A R A. Yep. B I R C H. Yep. Are you friends with her on Facebook? No, I don't even. She was on there for a while, and then she disappeared. Tara Birch. There's a lot of them on yeah. Facebook. I, I don't even. I'm not even sure where she Ooh. lives, so I wouldn't know. There's one in Greenwood, Indiana. That's really cute. Uh, Is this I her? Look up. I'm. No, I wish. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wish. That's no, very she'd be, I'm 37, so she'd be 38 now. So she Oh, there's one that's a cashier at Wendy's. <laughs> no. <laughs> Could that be her? Hey, he get food. <laughs> there's, a, there's a black Tara Birch. No, she wasn't. She was in the black? No, um, uh, she was. Here's one with a horse as a profile picture. Maybe that's the one from Montana. Yeah, right? I'm scrolling down through here. If I, if I spotted her, I'd, I'd, I'd pull her up on here. I have no idea where she's at. But yeah, we were... We were little junior high boyfriend girlfriend, and I walked her home after school. We were standing by her little white picket fence, and we started making out. And all I remember is I kind of opened one eye to see if I was doing it right, and I saw her mom just with like like the cat that they the, those uh, cars that they suck the cat to the window. You know? Okay, yeah. She's just smooshed to the window, staring at us. And I, was, and I like awkwardly, like kind of just finished. And I'm pretty sure her mouth was still gaped open. Oh, when I no. like, pulled back and I was like, ah, I got to go. But and I, I mean, that's off. a hot. So we have Deandra, Deandra, Deandra and Tara Birch. Yep. First girl I kissed. The least attractive name of all time. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Kelly Papalardo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even making Kelly's that Kelly's okay, Papa, but pa- Papa Lardo. Papa Lardo. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That explains a lot what happened to me later in my dating life. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly. Good Lord. Papa Lardo. Papa Lardo. Yeah, awful name. Awful name. That's fantastic. All right, we're going to come back. I don't know what we're doing. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Uh, 11.54. This is, this is a weird show. That's what happens when you do politics for an hour. I just, everything gets thrown off. Yeah, you know? it throws everything off. I just, I just. You can't get in a flow. I had to throw that out there. Like, I, I don't know. We'll get back into the flow tomorrow. <laughs> what do we got tomorrow? We got John. Oh, 
So tomorrow, Johnny Cabasa, Little Sandra, all that. So I, I got two. I had two interviews scheduled for this morning. Yeah, what happened at eight oh one and eight eleven? So like in the middle of the morning news. But I was like, screw it. I want to get these interviews. Seth Rogen and Jeff Daniels. Oh man, both canceled. What? Yes, both canceled. And then the backup, like they just didn't call, or did they give you a heads up they were canceling? They, uh, they she sent me an email like, oh sorry, this this not happening. And then I was like, all right, well I'll do this one instead. Um, the guy from Boogie Nights, the Mexican guy that looks like Longoria from Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He canceled too. What? Three interviews canceled today. Three of them. That's why we were thrown off. Because I was, I'm, I'm sad that we didn't have the interviews. Yeah, yeah those ready to good go. Yeah, because you were talking about that last week. Yeah, the Jeff Daniels one. I know. So maybe we'll get them rescheduled. Any, did they say that they try to reschedule yeah. or just? She's no. like, oh, sorry, it's not happening. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks, lady. All right, start of the show. <laughs> and now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? All right, I'm going to leave it up to you guys to vote. I'm putting out three candidates. Biden. <laughs> Done. I'm putting out three candidates. <laughs> Joe Biden wins $1,000 at the end of the year. John Lewis, because his Mets won. Okay. Chris okay. freaking Camp, because the news director did the news during our show. Or uh, Taylor from Bethlehem for... Uh, Coining the phrase "flirting ferociously," who gets started? I gotta show? give it to Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. All right. Yeah, Taylor from Bethlehem sorry, Camp. is yeah, the start. Well, Camp, Camp, Camp's doing news again tomorrow. Okay, well, maybe show. we give it to him tomorrow. Sweet. We're getting spoiled. We are spoiled oh. with Chris oh, Camp. Oh yes, news. we are totally spoiled. Just wait till next week when Jay Griff, Jay Griff comes back. Pumpernickel. All right. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSP. I'm going to do it one more time. I did it last night. Uh, in the next Squid 10 minutes, in the next 10 minutes, if you follow me on Instagram, I'll follow you back, at Mark Aram. Will you do the same, Chuck? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not a chance. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Uh, in the next 10 minutes, if you follow me on Instagram, I will follow you back. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.